Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Good Friday morning, everybody, and welcome back to Chair Shot Radio. Today is March the 19th, and surprise once again, because this is actually an episode of Three Man Weave. I am joined by Christopher Platt and Ray Cash. Gentlemen, how's it going? Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. This is the most wonderful time of the year. Number one, all the men getting their vasectomies around this time of year, (laughs) and everybody not named Joe Lenardi, Dick Vitale, or Jay Billis trying to act like they're experts on college basketball that know what's about to happen. So no, I'm no, enjoying it. No frozen peas to be found in the store. Ray, how are you doing? You know, I was in a good mood until I walked outside and heard a fucking wind chime, and I just went off on a six-minute rant. Randomly. Just heard wind chimes and just ruined my fucking day. I'm glad you brought that up, Ray. Who the fuck hates wind chimes, man? Who stole your soul? Who hurt you, sir? It's a wind chime. They make beautiful noises. What if you heard it all night long while you're trying to sleep? Well, I got the asshole below me trying to make the same fucking beat for the last six months all night long. I prefer the wind chimes. I prefer both of them shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'll drink to that. Well, if you listen, I would tell you. I would ask you, what's the difference between that and me going out and banging pots and pans together at two in the morning? Tell me the difference, and I'll and I'll change my mind. Tell me the difference. Go ahead. Because that's Wind just an ad. Number one, they're pretty music. That's all. That's all opinion. That's also an asshole maneuver because you got to go underneath your cabinets, pull out your pots and pans, get the wooden or plastic spoons, set them up like a drum set. Right, and, and this guy, this guy, wait. he had to get in his car, drive to the store, buy materials or buy them, and then come home, make them, and hang them up intentionally so that anytime the wind came, why do I have to listen to that shit? Who the hell makes wind chimes? Who do, I don't know who makes wind chimes. I hate wind chimes. Are, are, do you stand, do you, are you, is your neighbor Chief Sitting Bull or some shit? Like, who the fuck makes a wind chime, man? Dude, you, you sitting next to Bob Vila? Well, that's what, your neighbor? You can go buy, like, metal and hang it up, and that's what you're basically doing. It's just annoying the shit out of people. No, you got nothing to say, because I'm right. You want to talk about the NCAA tournament? <laughs> no, I, I cut Ray off, so I was trying to let him get his shit in, man. Argue with Joe he agrees with me. It's, look, the, the wind chimes fucked up my internet too, so, you know. Just fuck wind chimes all, all, all day, all night, all afternoon, all evening. Apparently. I, I can't believe you two are so anti wind chimes, but it makes sense. It makes sense that y'all would be on the same thing. I don't know if I can I'm be friends with you anymore. I'm not anti wind chime. I'm black. I was raised in the hood and I live in the hood adjacent. 
There ain't no wind chimes in my life, in my perpetuity. You're a lucky guy. So I can't hate, but I don't know. You're such a lucky guy. And away we go to start. Come score. All right, gentlemen, the NCAA tournament starts this afternoon, and what a time of the year we said it is. Let's run down this bracket here, get right into it. Why don't we start where the number one seed lies? And they did name them by region, even though everybody's going to be in the same damn place. I think one thing to note quickly, though, um, BYU, if they advance and play Sunday next weekend, they would get the game would get flipped with another bracket down the road. So just something uh, scheduling-wise. But let's start up at the top left there. Gonzaga taking on the winner of Norfolk or Appalachian State. I don't think it really matters. I'm pretty sure we all got Gonzaga here. The, the, the kind of the saddest thing about last year and uh, not getting a chance to have the uh, tournament last year was almost assuredly that was finally the year that Gonzaga probably would have gone through and won. Because um, last year they really had by far the best team. They still have the best team, I think, in college basketball this year, but I think some other teams have gotten better because, you know, they had the rule, I think, where you they uh, extended their eligibility. Um, but, yeah, Gonzaga, I think, easily wins this bracket. I think Gonzaga is the favorite because they're, the, they're the overall number one seed, right? Undefeated. That's the only thing because I, I agree with everything you said. They have to be the overwhelming favorite. And I'm not going to sit up here and, and lie and act like I watched a plethora of college basketball this year. I watched most of my ball in November and December, but I will say this: the two best teams that I saw all the year, all year were Gonzaga and Baylor. The only thing is, we haven't had a team run the table since what 1976. Isaiah yeah. Thomas is Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, that's Shout very difficult to, to do. Knight. Shout out to Bobby Knight as well, but that's very difficult to do. It, you know, and it's very easy, especially in this tournament format, to get got. But yeah, they've got to be the overwhelming favorite coming out of this bracket and for the entire tournament. And it's important to note that for Gonzaga at this point, a Final Four is not a, a victory. They have to win it all. They have gotten too many Final Fours. They are at the point now where if they don't win the championship, like, they have, they've gotten to that point where they have to win it all or else it's like, it's bust. It's championship or bust. Most other schools just hope to get to a Final Four. Gonzaga has to win it all this year. I think that's just... Which shout out to... I'm sorry, PC, just real quick. Shout out to Mark Few. We got to give him his yes. flowers, man, for them to even yes. get to that point. What he's done up there in Washington State, that's water into wine, man. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that's the putting those two points together. The, the expectations directly reflect the 20-plus year journey Mark Few has had up at Gonzaga with the same athletic director, where this is now one of the pinnacle programs. So that that's not going to change anytime soon. They're, they're going to be wanting to win a championship consistently and consecutively now. The, the, in that bracket, I think Iowa's the number two, right? Well, we'll get to that point, yes. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I'm jumping the gun. But, oh, no, no. Um, yeah, yeah, we're in the same bracket. They got that big center, that six eleven kid that can shoot threes and got Al Jefferson postgame. Like, that could be a fun game in the Elite Eight. Don't sleep on Virginia. I think they're the still technically the reigning, defending, conquering, undisputed national champions, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, they they, they also lost uh, to a 16 seed a couple years ago. So 
Let's stick with the bracket here because we're going to get to those in order. Oklahoma, Missouri would be the teams underneath Gonzaga. I got to tell you, I don't. I hear all the talk about undefeated Gonzaga and the Big Ten, but the Big Twelve and SEC have very solid teams. I'd have Oklahoma winning here. Yeah, I got o- Oklahoma, man, and the SEC is kind of whack this year. Below that, Creighton is taking on uh, UC Santa Barbara. Creighton's been very solid out of the Big East. I would be going with Creighton, although watch out for that five twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah, some and that would be a five twelve has to happen, and it could be UC Santa Barbara. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know enough. Uh, Creighton, home of Dougie McBuckets. That's all I know. There you go. Mm-hmm. They were, to to their credit, they were in the Big East finals, the conference tournament finals this year. So shout out to Creighton. Platt, you said Virginia, technically still the uh, reigning defending champion, but at the same time, far from the team they were two years ago. I don't understand how this works. This is like when Tony Bennett was at Wisconsin. Actually, Tony Bennett's in Virginia now, right? I, this Princeton-ass offense, it's so easy to beat. All you got to do is pull the ball out the net, run it down their throats, be athletic, run, jump, and you're going to probably blow them out the water. But no, that's not what ends up happening. These teams, yeah. they... They, they lull people into playing their game, which always gives them an opportunity. But, but you're, but go ahead, go ahead. I think you're, simp- you're simplifying it. I mean, all that is right, but think about this NCAA. There's not a ton of athleticism anymore because the athletic kids went and done and they're gone. So that's number one. Number two, Virginia teams normally have upperclassmen, know how to play the game. That's it. And you know, and number three, and anybody who's played basketball, if you have a motion or a moving offense like the Princeton offense and you have guys that can really pass the ball, it's almost impossible to be stopped because the ball has momentum. And that's something a lot of teams don't seem to understand. So that's what helps teams like Virginia that run these offenses, you know? And so I'm with you. If, if you had a, if you had the fucking Los Angeles Lakers or whatever, yeah, they shut this shit down in a minute. You don't have that in college basketball anymore. So that's why that shit works. And college basketball is about the guard play. Virginia has good guards every year. I think I'm the not other thing. Which, I think ahead. the other thing you forget too about Bennett and their style of basketball is defense is more their thing than anything else, right? The slowdown offense is part down. of it, but the defense and especially the transition defense, because like you pointed out, that's how they're going to get beat if they're going to give up quick buckets like that, right? They like to make the other team work on offense and defense. Which is saying you have to press the tempo and put the pedal to the metal. You, you throw them in a press, try to trap them. I, anything you have to do to get them out of their rhythm, you got to do that. And everybody's got people that can run and jump in college. Like, you know, just talking about just like athletes and this and that. Yeah, most of the, the best guys, they're one and done. You're absolutely right. But you've got to do something to force them out of their lane. And if you're able to do that, you, that's how they mess around. You'll mess around and beat them by 20 or 30 points if you're able yeah. to do that. I'm not saying yeah. it's easy. I think no, we're all right, I think we're also, all making the same point. I think Ray and I are just saying they've had a ton of success, so you, it's hard to prove yeah, them you otherwise. Guys, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've got final I fours and national championships yeah. underneath that stuff. Let's here. I, I have I, all that being said, I have Ohio upsetting this game. Ohio has a pretty decent basketball team this year. Shout out to the MAC, man. I'm not gonna dispute that. The MAC actually wasn't a bad conference this year. Ohio was pretty good. Bowling Green was actually not bad. Their record doesn't indicate that, but they weren't bad. Toledo was I, right. like the yeah. The MAC is an underrated mid-major, I believe, and I'm not just saying that because I went to a MAC school. 
but let's I kind of am. Let's move down to the bottom half of that bracket. USC is the sixth seed, going to take on the winner of Wichita State and Drake, which I think that should be a fun game to watch. But what do you guys see here from these triad, triad of teams in the upper west part of the bracket? You got USC moving on, like Wichita State or Drake. I think I like Drake to be Wichita State here. But I got USC Wichita going to the next North. round. Wichita State, Wichita State normally has, has a, I won't say it's a powerhouse, but it's as powerhouse as you can be in a mid-major normally. So to see them in the playing game is really interesting. But again, you know, two years has been two years from hell for college basketball. But yeah, USC, they're, USC and Oregon have been the cream of the crop of uh, the, the the conference of champions. And I'm saying that as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not this Pretty year. Much, they but they champion or nothing this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the 11 seed beating USC just because there's going to be some upset somewhere down the line, right? So what the hell? Might as well pick this one. Kansas has some players that I think are going to be out for the first game at least, possibly the first round, but I don't see Kansas having a problem with any of those players being out for the entire first weekend. I think Kansas wins both these two games and are in the Sweet 16. Kansas is really close to becoming Midwestern Duke in that every year they people think because of their pedigree that they're really good and they always – and they, Inevitably fumble the bag, like and it, it, it. I don't know what it is, but every year they're a one seed, a two seed, a three seed, a four seed. They they're winning the Big Twelve. They're something. They're do, they're, they have a lot of momentum going into the tournament, and then they lose first weekend. And I don't think they lose this game, but I wouldn't be shocked if they lose Saturday. Or I can't put them in Duke's category because Coach K has championships. Bill Self has championship. And the other reason he got that one chip is because he met the one coach that melts down just as much as he does in my man John Calipari, right? I was shocked to see that this team was a three seed. Again, I haven't watched them since, I think, November, December. But this team that I watched in November, December, they were hot, hot garbage. So, yeah, I think they'll make it out this game, but I don't anticipate them making any sort of run. I agree. Everything else Ray said, I agree. They always they, they fumble the bag every single year they lose to some they'll fuck around and lose this game because that's kansas well i don't I'll, think they will i'll tell you why they have a, i'll tell you why they have a three seed is because in the month of february they beat oklahoma state they beat texas tech and they beat baylor all in the month of february and that's how you get a three seed by beating all three of those teams they are the quintessential regular season team but that's the that's in their history i didn't pick them to go to the final four i picked them to beat washington and usc Okay. <laughs> they, they, you're right. They just got to get through the first weekend because they're going to lose in the second weekend. Inevitable. Oh, yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. Speaking of the, the Conference of Champions, if you will, Oregon taking on VCU. I, I like this Oregon team. I don't see them getting past the second round against the next matchup, but what what do you guys see here? You know, it's a, it's almost – there are certain things at this time of year that you can expect, and one of those is VCU gets a 10th seed every year. VCU gets a 10 seed. Um, I hate Oregon with the burning passion, the basketball team, uh, but they're probably going to win here. I think so. And when I was filling out this bracket, I, I totally forgot that Iowa has the only NBA, pro- arguably the only NBA prospect in this entire field. Not not field, but this particular bracket. Obviously, I'm, I'm putting some exactly on guys, it. Exactly, guys that'll play in the league, but this kid will start. 
You yeah, you know what I'm saying. Luke, I'm, I'm whatever his name is, that kid will start. He he, he has yeah. enough game to really start. If I had yeah. an NBA, if I had a pick, any pick in the NBA draft this upcoming year, I would not take Luca Garza. He will not be a very good professional basketball player in the NBA. Period. Why End of story. So? He is unathletic, and he is not as big as you think he is. Look look at him next to Kofi Colburn. Every team in the NBA has a guy that's better than Kofi Colburn, and you're telling me Luka Garza, he's only going to get wider and slower. He's not going to get quicker. He's as fast as he's going to be. But he's skilled. Yes. My my argument, and I know what you're going to say back because he's much bigger than him, but Jokic ain't exactly both fucking Jackson out there in the league, and he's the MVP right now. And I, you're right. Everything you said, Tony, is right. But there, the the rise of Steph Curry and the shooters has shown that there is a spot in the league for skilled players, players that aren't necessarily athletic. And the kid can shoot. The kid has great footwork in the paint. He might not be able to do anything else. But if you can shoot and you can get a bucket in the paint, you got a spot on the, in, in, in the NBA. From the man who brought you, the Bucks should have done everything they could to trade up and pair LaMelo Ball with Giannis Antetokounmpo, and look how goddamn smart that looks right now, also brings you, beware, beware, buyer beware, do not buy on the draft stock of Luka Garza. Ain't Thus, you the guy that had the Bucks win the championship, though? When? Or the last three the consecutive finals? years? No. I thought we were talking NCAA basketball, you assholes. Oh, okay. Do you guys have any thoughts on Iowa's chances? <laughs> if there is any team that can take it to Gonzaga, it's Iowa because they can slow the game down. They can get easy buckets, and they can put pressure on Gonzaga. But Gonzaga's too deep and too big and too good. But but th- this, is the, this is the time of year where superstars matter. And Luca Garza may not be a... NBA prospect to you, but he is a college superstar. No argument. He was the only unanimous all uh, AP all first team in in uh, uh, picks for college basketball. I completely agree. I just don't think it's going to translate to the pro. That's just my opinion, man. May not. May not. And I honestly, I, when I first filled this bracket out, which was like 15 minutes ago, I actually had <laughs> Oregon in the Elite Eight because some screwy shit is going to happen. I forgot about my man Garza at Iowa. And, I mean, really shame on me because every year the Big Ten – every year they tell you all that the Big Ten is trash and then they exceed expectations in the tournament because they it's a really – they play basketball like they play football. It's tough and it's physical. They rebound. Like, they 30, play defense. 40 to 30 games. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, when they're good this year, they're, I'm, I'm thinking the opposite. Okay, there's going to be some fluky shit that happens with the Big Ten. Because they've got about five or six legitimate teams that could – mess around and win this tournament so all, all that being said we all do agree though that we have gonzaga coming out of the west bracket here being in the final four yes should be fairly relatively easy all right i concur let's slide on down to the bracket below that the east bracket the one seed there is michigan they will be taking on the winner of texas southern and msm i'm not really sure who that exactly is going to be at this moment in time middle southern mexico state so I don't think either Middle Southern Mexico State or Texas Southern. No, I'm just kidding. I have to look up their name now. Go ahead, Ray. So I am a Prairie View A&M Panther, a proud alum of Prairie View A&M. And our, and our biggest rival is Texas Southern University, Tech Houston. So TSU beat PV in the SWAC finals to get to the tournament, to get to the we get our ass beat game, because clearly that's, we only got to 16 seed. 
Um, so fuck TSU. I hope they get beat by seventy. And more pertinently, whatever you think about Michigan and their history or what they've done, that entire university, it feels fucking good to see Juwan Howard succeed there. Oh my God, you literally just took the words out of my mouth. All I was going to say about that game is shout out to Jawan Howard because that's such a great story and he seems to be a pretty good coach as well, to boot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he cares about those kids. More than anything, yeah, I want you to be a good coach. I want you to win. But like ultimately, kind of like Penny down there in Memphis, cares mm-hmm. about those kids outside of basketball and sports. So mm-hmm. that's that's good for them. My, apo- winning, by the way. My, apolo- my apologies to Mount St. Mary's University. Congratulations on making the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, Michigan has the task of, of losing one of their talented players, too, uh, coming into the tournament here. So we'll see what happens. But, yes, Juwan Howard, excellent, excellent basketball coach. Thrilled for all the success he's having there at Michigan. Here's an interesting matchup, the 8-9 seed. LSU taking on the Bonnies, St. Bonaventure. He's got a pretty darn talented team this yeah. year. And LSU has also played things pretty tough. Uh, they, they played a great game against Alabama in the conference championship uh, there the other weekend, or the conference tournament, I should say. I think it was the semifinal. I, I like a battle-tested LSU here. How about you, Platt? Same thing, man. I think ultimately they're going to outscore them, and that's going to be the, the the key in this game. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, looking at the stats, LSU scores 15 more points a game than St. Bonaventure. So that tells me they have much more firepower, and ultimately, I think it's close to begin, but they pull away towards the end. Too strong, too athletic, too big. Maybe uh, the the best team out of the Pac-12 this year, or the Pacific Coast Conference, or what is it? Are they the Pac-12 still? Is it the Pac-14? Is it the Pac? What is it? Well, it's like the Big Ten is still the Big Ten, but they have 26 yeah, teams. It's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Colorado, the five seed, taking on a very hot Georgetown team, and uh, personally, I think that a flip, a switch is flipped for the young men at Georgetown with under the, the tutelage of Patrick Ewing, and I, I got them proving these five twelve upset uh, theme. Georgetown with a victory for me. See, this is my five twelve as well, and call it nostalgia call it great story, call it symmetry, call it whatever you want it, but I actually think that Georgetown's going to make a little bit of a run here in this tournament. Do I see them going to the Final Four? No. Sweet 16? Most definitely. Matter of fact, let me, well, I guess we'll get to that here in a second. I was going to pull it up. Yeah, Sweet 16. I've I've got them in Sweet 16, so I think that they're going to win this game, and then they're going to beat the team that you're about to talk about next. Who you got next? You got Florida State, or you got an upset with Greensboro? No, nah, I got Florida State, but I think Georgetown's going to pull it out. I Again, like the, maybe I'm just being nostalgic. No, I'm with you. I actually do have the same thing. I have Georgetown beating Florida State and eventually losing to Michigan in this portion of the bracket. Um, well, God damn it! now that means it's not going to happen because well, we both think it's going to happen. You never know. You never know. You never know. Ray, any thoughts on uh, LSU, St. Bonaventure, Colorado, Georgetown, Florida State, UNC, Greensboro, the rest of the teams that would meet Michigan here in the Sweet 16? No. Shout out to Georgetown, though. Shout out to the fact that Pat Nguyen is able to kind of be the next in a a long historic list of big, good coaches in the, at that program. Um, love Pat Ewing. Um, you know, it's with with us losing Big John about a year or so ago. Feels really good for Patrick to finally get his just due and prove he could coach. Because just like Juwan Howard should have had a coaching job in the in the in the NBA a long time ago. Uh, I'm just happy for him, man. But uh, 12 seed. Ew. 
All right, gentlemen, BYU is going to take on the winner of UCLA and Michigan State. Thoughts on that possible matchup? Oh, shit, I didn't realize Michigan State was in the play-in game. Yep, that's for the 11th seed there. I have Michigan State beating UCLA and BYU. I think the Big Ten is that good, and I think we're going to see that in these middle-ranged games between the four all the way to the eight and their opponents. That, and that's the one problem with, with, with Izzo's style of coaching. Izzo has to call a play every time down the court. And if you ain't got the players to run that, you're not going to be very successful. Um, so, you know, Michigan State probably wins that playing game. Um, I don't know, if, know enough about BYU, but I know them I know them Mormons out there be balling. So. They, yeah, they can shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got excellent they, guard play. They've got they smart guard all, play. They're not going to yes. make mistakes. Hey, shout out to yes, Sean Bradley, who is it. apparently paralyzed from a bicycle oh, accident. So uh, prayers for him, God. and hopefully his, his condition improves. Yeah, get well soon, brother. Seriously. I, You know, when I, when you said Michigan State, and I, Izzo is one of those coaches that matters, and they tend to do well in these tournaments because, number one, they play such a tough regular season schedule. Plus, like I said earlier, if you rebound, if you defend and you rebound, you're going to have a chance to win basketball games, and it doesn't matter whatever level you're at, from the pros all the way down to the rec leagues. You're going to have an opportunity to win. So I just switched my pick right there. So, yeah, I've got Michigan State defeating BYU, ultimately defeating Texas, and making it all the way to the Sweet 16. Boy, that's a that's a hell of a run. Yeah, I got Texas though taking them out in the second round. I, I really like what's going on down in Texas. Shaka Smart, Shaka Smart is one of my favorite coaches. So yeah, I you like, like him better bald? Do you like him better with the hair? With it the don't matter. Hair, he, he, I like a better bald, but with the hair, it, it like he looked like too many people I know. It's terrifying. Listen, listen. All I gotta say though is, and Platt can attest because we're basically the same age. The older you get, the more you look at somebody and say. You got it. Let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just rock with it, bro. When it's gone, it's can. gone. Not everybody can afford Joel McHale style hair implants and look that good, right? So, shout out to Joel McHale on the Steve Austin show. Check that out. All right, gentlemen. The bottom part of this little region here: Yukon and Maryland, and then Alabama and Iona. I love Alabama here. I got Alabama going all the way to face Michigan here in the Elite Eight, but I do have Yukon taking Maryland out. Is is Avery still in Alabama? Avery Johnson? Is he still coaching down there? I do that not believe a, so. That's a very good question, actually. Is I'm not, not sure. That, he looks really white if he is. Hey, hey, no, Sammy, if Sammy Sosa can do it. Yeah, see, there, there's precedent. Sammy Sosa, <laughs> Mike Jack, RIP. What do you guys precedent. think about these games down here in the bottom quarter? Yo, shout out to Rick Pitino, by the way, who's probably the best coach in this entire tournament, and he's stuck at a 15 seed because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Multiple schools, multiple times. <laughs> Nate Nate Oates is Alabama's facts. is Alabama's head coach. All facts, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Alabama clearly makes it. Um, uh, okay, I got you. Uh, I'm gonna call the upset though. I'm gonna have uh, the Terps. I'm gonna have the Fighting Turtles take out. The uh, lesser half of the UConn twosome, because uh, you know <laughs> that's a women's that's a women's school. That yeah. school yeah. is built around the women's program. So we all I, I have that as well. So that we, probably means it's not going to happen as well. But go ahead, Sonny. We all got Michigan playing to, for a chance to go to the Final Four, correct? Who who do y'all got them playing? Because I got Bama taking out Texas, and I have Alabama going to the Final Four this year. I think it's a very very good team. I think the SEC is very underrated. 
I, I would agree with you. I think I got Alabama. And what's funny to me is going into this, because this is my first time doing the bracket. I haven't done one yet. I'm doing this in, in live in real time. I was expecting to, to think a lot of random chaos and upsets. I'm probably thinking we might go chalk all the way. Well, to kind of poo-poo on the rest of this side, that's what I've got going on. I'm hella chalky. I've got my little upsets here in the first and second rounds, but it gets hella chalky after that. I've got Alabama and Michigan in the Elite Eight, and I can't bet against Jawan Howard. I'm not even the hugest Michigan fan, but I, I'm not going to go against Jawan Howard. Plus, that team is damn good as well. I'm not either, but I wouldn't be surprised because they are very susceptible to lose big games. Wouldn't be shocked they get to the Elite Eight and Alabama beats them and goes to the to the Final Four. But they get they get to the Elite Eight, absolutely. All right, folks, that's half of the bracket for you. We're going to come back with the other half right after this say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on thechairshot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every wrestlemania one six pack at a time check it out every friday only on the chair shot radio network this is your boy kenny killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news interviews podcasts galore everything pro wrestling make sure you check it out thechairshot.com thechairshot.com always use your head Gentlemen, the South Bracket, the other half of this NCAA basketball tournament, is headlined by the number one seed, Baylor Bears, taking on the very unlucky Hartford, University of Hartford basketball team. I don't know what they're called. I don't know what what's Hartford's. You guys, they look like an eagle or a hawk here. Maybe the Hartford, Hartford Hawks would make sense. Like the Hartford oh. Hustlin' Hawks, the, the alma mater of Triple H. Triple H should have went and been a Hartford <laughs> Hustlin'. Baylor wins. Baylor wins. The only Hartford team I know is the Hartford Whalers. Shout out to the Hockey League. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. Just the Baylor. Hartford Day Traders. Because everybody that graduates from that school, they're going to be just fine. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Facts. 100%. The, the, the Hartford Posse for the Ministry Posse. Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're joking about the name of Hartford's team. You clearly understand they're going to lose. So, yes. My boy. The only... I don't know why reggae for like rich, spoiled British kids works, but it works. Well, it actually doesn't. Actually, they do the sky, which is just reggae sped up. Thank you very much for all of that explanation. For it's yeah. So everybody's got Baylor. Let's talk about North Carolina versus Wisconsin. And you guys tell me why North Carolina wins this game because I'm obviously picking Wisconsin. 
I think the Badgers. I think the Badgers are going to be happy as hell not playing another fucking top ten team in the country, which they've had to do about ten times already this year. South Carolina is trash this year. They're undisciplined, and Wisconsin's going to take them out. Period. Period. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I got Bucky Badger and his bitch ass bitches. Yeah. Villanova. Villanova and Winthrop. Even though Villanova fell in the Big East tournament, I do see them getting a victory over Winthrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nova gets through the first round at least, but I, I, they got a. They, I think they have a lofty test in the next game. Yeah, I do. I think we all see Purdue coming out of the Big Ten and, and easily winning this first round matchup against North Texas. Purdue's a very solid, well coached basketball team. Yes, sir. Moving on down the line here, Texas Tech and Utah State. This could be upset alert here. Texas Tech has has played well and they've played not so well at times. I'm going with the upset here, man. I'm going Utah State. Well, I can't do that now, so thank you. So I got to go Texas Tech because I was going to go Utah State too, but you know, you know how that works. I'm going Texas Tech. I, I like them here. I like them to take on Arkansas, taking over, taking out Colgate. Arkansas is a very good basketball team as well. Don't tell Carl because uh, <laughs> Carl's already accepted that they're they're impending demise. So is he maybe a, is he a Razorback? Yeah, he's born and raised in Fort Smith, Arkansas. All right. Well, we'll have to keep an eye out on that for him. Florida, Virginia. He's rather, he's rather progressive to be raised in Portsmouth, but fuck Arkansas. Shout out to Carl. North Northwest Arkansas is a lot more progressive than you think. It's the rest of the, it's the rest of the state. It gets a little black there. I, I saw banging in Little Rock. Fayetteville, <laughs> that's out there. Yes, you're right. Yes. I, I kid, I kid. But seriously, man, when I was driving from Arizona to. Uh, Atlanta, we stopped in Arkansas because we had some car trouble, and yeah, it, it was black AF. I'm just talking shit, man. Shout out to Arkansas, and everybody was cool. They showed us love. I'm, I'm just being silly. Well, let's get out of the state of Arkansas and talk about Florida Gators taking on Virginia Tech Hokies. I have no idea who to pick here. I mean, once you get some of these ACC is so down, I guess I'm just going to go with Florida, considering they're the higher seed. But like Chris said, it's been tough to catch up on a lot of the basketball, especially since there hasn't been as many games this year as there usually are. So I, I feel weird about SEC teams, especially those in Florida, Georgia, those states like that, because that was the COVID hotspot. And so it's such a weird season for them. Uh, but something I feel like Florida is, is, is primed to play their best, their best ball because they haven't had a chance to, to play it all year. So, yeah, that, I, got, I got the Gators. That's great. I'm going VTech here. And for no other reason that, I mean, Billy Donovan, he was a great college coach, and, you know, he got his two, and they were consistently good. But I've seen – it feels like since Donovan went to the pros, they always underachieve. They always have a bunch of long, athletic guys, and they've got good guard play, guards that can shoot, and guys that can make plays. But when it comes to the tournament, it seems like, at least, you know, since Donovan has left, they seem to underachieve. So I'm just going to say that that trend continues, and I'm going Botech. I believe we're all going to have Ohio State advancing to the Sweet 16. Who you guys got coming out of that Texas Tech-Arkansas or Utah State-Arkansas matchup, Christopher Platt? I'm going Utah State, man. It'd be a good story to have the 11 seed in the Sweet 16. And you got to think that it, it can't be but so chalky, right? There's going to be a little bit of, even if we get chalky towards the end, there's going to be a little bit of a sediment 
I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. There's going to be that some. There's going to be something that happens. Shock, so I'm going to say. Shock and sediment. You 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 pay attention in, in, in science class. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, you're fracking me up. You're fracking me up. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. I got just the thing, Ray. Give me a second. No, no, no. It's the return of that no. dumbass no button. Well, Ray, <laughs> let me let me speak it to you this way. I got Arkansas. Beating Ohio State in the Sweet 16. How about you? I don't think Arkansas makes it to the Sweet 16 because they are inevitably going to lose. That is the history of the Arkansas uh, Razorbacks. I'm sorry, Carl. Um, yeah, I don't. I you got. I have Ohio State making it to the Elite Eight, but I don't have Baylor. Who you got, ba- ba- Plaid? You got Baylor. Oh. You got Baylor and Utah State or Ohio State. What do you got in the? No. I got old state beating U state and then ultimately Ohio state succumbing to Baylor in the elite eight. Because like I said earlier, the best two teams I saw all year were Gonzaga and Baylor. Gotcha. How about you, Ray? Boilermakers, sir. You got Purdue wow. going to the final four? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, wow. I have, I have Wisconsin upsetting Baylor. I also have Wisconsin getting payback on Purdue and watch out. Cause Arkansas is going to the final four this year. I'm going to call Carl as soon as we're done recording and tell him they got shooters. That... <laughs> right? Mm. Oh, yeah, we ain't talking no about on the court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I wasn't even thinking on the court. Yeah. They got I meant shooters. on the court. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> we're going to go move on to the Midwest bracket now. And Patrick O'Dowd somewhere is has his Friday all set up to watch the Illinois basketball game, and then his brand-new favorite movie will be Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Zack Snyder's director's cut. We, let's, let's, not, let's not even get into that. He'll listen to this show and, and, and be pissed off that I said that. Um, gentlemen, let's get to that 8-9 matchup underneath it because I think it's way more interesting. Illinois should be making a run in this tournament. Very good team. Loyola of Chicago against Georgia Tech. Loyola of Chicago is a very good basketball team. Georgia Tech, very hot in the ACC tournament. Time out. You skipped 116. Yeah, Illinois wins. We'll get the no, Illinois. No. You have Illinois losing to Drexel? I do. Okay. Well, you. I'll text Patrick O'Dowd that right now. So you text. <laughs> you. I'll gladly text him. He knows I hate <laughs> Illinois. He knows I hate Illinois. What the fuck? All right. So Ray doesn't. Of a Ray seconds. wouldn't put money on Drexel to win this game, even with the spread. But he's going to pick him in spite of Patrick O'Dowd here. Platt, do we need to waste? Do we need to waste any more time on this Illinois Drexel matchup? And Ray's the sober one. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do recreational drugs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, he's the sober one saying that 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 shit. I get why he said it, but you know I gotta talk my shit as well. I am an Arizona Wildcat fan. No Wildcat in good conscience could ever cheer for an Illinois Illini-ness person. Whatever. What is an Illini? Come on. All right, we're gonna we'll get to you Illinois. Know. You can tell you you That's you're, the, you're the, done you're done ranting on it. It's an Indian, I think, isn't it? You know the tag on tribe? the inside of your jeans. You know the tag on the inside of your jeans where it says "inspected by number forty-five." That that's what an alumni is. Okay, works for me. That's probably, <laughs> that's that's the best explanation I've gotten. I think Georgia Tech continues to roll, and I got to beat a very good Loyola Chicago team. How about you guys? Loyola because Sister Jean is showing up to the business. She coming she to hang with the boys. 101, baby. 101. Hey, 
Slanging and banging, baby. Shout out to Sister Jean. Hey. I got Loyola. This is why I got Loyola, okay? Record versus teams in the top 25. Loyola. Oh, shit. That's Georgia Tech. Wait a second. <laughs> and then, and yeah. Oh, shit. And then I was going to say they're, they're also averaging 70. <laughs> They're also averaging 70 points a game, but that's also Georgia Tech. You know what? Fuck it. Loyola is still winning. I don't give a fuck. fuck Lafonso Ellis, we are not. Uh, uh. <laughs> not college game day one bit. <laughs> I was trying. I was. I promise. I was really trying. All the points, <laughs> Moving down the bracket, I there. here's a 5-12 matchup that I'm not afraid of at all. I do not believe in the Pacific the Pac-12 this year. I do believe in the SEC. Tennessee gave Alabama a real good game in the SEC conference tournament. I'm going with Tennessee. Fuck Rick Barnes. Okay, I'd agree with you on that, but they're going to beat Oregon State. Fuck Rick Barnes. Oregon State. That's my expert analysis. Don't ever bet on Rick Barnes, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me on this. Don't bet on Rick Barnes. Yes, I'm triggered. Yes, I'm coming from a place of hurt and disgust. It's like who hurt you, sister? That Rick Barnes hurt me. That's who hurt me. So, so, so Plank gets to rant on Rick Barnes, but I get shut down when I run out of Illinois. You could say I'm on drugs you, you, or I'm crazy or whatever. Like Plank I did. still hasn't taken the amount of time you took on Illinois yet. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> would you like to rant some more about Illinois? I would, but in the interest of time, we can continue. There we go. Rick Barnes could be playing that team that Ben Affleck coached in that way back movie that came out a couple years ago, and I'm taking Ben Affleck. Hey, that team has some ballers, though. Like, don't, like, keep the buck. <laughs> okay, I could do better then. Rick Barnes could be facing that team, that middle school team that Martin Lawrence coached in that movie Rebound, and I'm going to take Martin Lawrence and those middle schoolers over Rick Barnes. Duly noted. That's, that's, a, little, that's a little more proposed. <laughs> Oklahoma State and Liberty. I got Oklahoma State going more ways here, so I don't see them losing anytime soon. How about you guys? Yeah, fuck the fall well, so yeah. Jim Bayheim gets 11 seed with his Syracuse Orangemen taking on San Diego State. I don't believe in much in the ACC this year or the Syracuse basketball team. Even though they've been playing better, I'll take San Diego State. Uh, look, I think I'll take San Diego State too, but Buddy Bayheim gets buckets. Alliteration for that ass. But Buddy Bayheim gets buckets. Go watch Syracuse. I thought he was just on the squad because his pops. He gets buckets. I, so it's going to make the big shots. It, it feels very Bryce Drew-esque, only they're not going to get far. So Is um is Steve Fisher still at San Diego State? He is. I'm taking San Diego State. Kind of the opposite of Rick Barnes there. Uh, West Virginia taking on Moorhead State. Bob Huggins continues to win basketball games at an, an astonishing rate, and that's a very good basketball team. I, I like West Virginia to win a few games here. Same. Same. Clemson Rutgers, I don't know who to pick here. I, I guess I'll go with Clemson. I'm going I, Big Ten. Okay, well, you so I can't go Rutgers anymore because you went – you know what, screw it. I'll go, I'll go Rutgers because I just – I think the 7-10 is the easiest – Matchup. It's seven tens seem to get flipped more than eight nines. So you know, I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll rock with Rutgers. It doesn't matter because they're losing to the hometown. They're losing to the winners of this bracket, UH Cougars. Let's go. I think the funniest thing for me is it in the, to get to the Sweet Sixteen. 
Houston's toughest game is their first game. I think Cleveland State will give them a tougher game than either Clemson or Rutgers. Cleveland State is a team that hung with Illinois early in the year, barely lost to them, and they have ballers on that team. They, they can play basketball, but I, I like Houston winning a couple games here. And and UH has slowly, and mind you, I, I, I've seen it. They've slowly been building the program better and better and better. They got a new gym now. You know, they've rebuilt all the area around UH, the college. They've they've been getting better recruits. They've been they've been scheduling better games. Like this, just because they're in that little rinky dink conference doesn't mean that they aren't for real. And I really think this is the chance for UH to kind of get their most success since Five Slamma Gemma. So you got Houston going to the Final Four. Who do you have them beating if it's not Illinois? Uh, like it. just just be, just it's, it's Illinois. But just for the sake of this conversation. Sister Jean gonna get them boys to the lead eight. What's oh up? boy, oh boy, Platt, what do you got going on here to fill, find a, finish this bracket out on the bottom to the final four? I actually have Rutgers going on a little bit of a run here. With all due respect to Houston, I think they turned that game ugly as work shoes on a Tuesday. Big Ten, tough physical defense and rebound. Ultimately, I have Rutgers succumbing in the Elite Eight to. This is gonna piss Amber off. Illinois. I have Illinois losing to Oklahoma State. I have Houston losing to West Virginia, and I think we're going to see Oklahoma State and West Virginia have another great basketball game. They've played each other this year a few times already. And I got Oklahoma State with possibly the best player in the basketball tournament heading to the Final Four here. Can, can I also say I hate the fact that Rutgers is in the Big Ten? Like, that like that ruined the entire fact that they're supposed to be a Midwestern-esque, Great Plains-esque um, Everything's conference. all out of whack. They, they need to realign the conferences according to football. They take the 100 and whatever teams it is, divide them into eight 16-team conferences, and that's your Division One. And then you make it like like soccer or, or football across the pond, and you have at the bottom, you can get knocked out if you do so bad over a year, and you can move up if you do so well at like the 1AA level in sports. I think that's where they need to head. That's just my opinion. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, hey, let's call it in. Let's call. We, we we can cue Deion Sanders, can we? I don't Deion know. Sanders is too busy not trying to get his phone stolen. I'm shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But I'll <laughs> say the, the reason that Rutgers is in the Big Ten, you know. Must be the money that got me so cold. Must be the money. Well, Must be the, the money. Right, and it's the same reason Notre Dame didn't go to the Big Ten is because they continued to make Must more money by the themselves money. without it, you know. So let's talk hey, about that New York market. Yeah. Let's talk about the Final Four. Uh, I had Gonzaga. We all had Gonzaga. I think, uh, Chris, you had Michigan going to the Final Four? Yeah, call me the Maylox man because it's getting hella chalky in this Final Four. I have all four one seeds going to the Final Four. All right. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll just run down how I have my Final Four playing out. Chris, you can go next, and then, Ray, you can finish this out here. I had Gonzaga meeting up against Alabama. I have Alabama beating Gonzaga. I also have Arkansas going up against Oklahoma State. I like Oklahoma State there. And my national champion this year is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Again, I got one, 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 and one. I got Michigan succumbing to Gonzaga. I think Baylor is going to beat Illinois. And ultimately in the finals, I think this is the year that Mark Few gets it done. I think that Gonzaga ultimately is going to win it this year. And I, I wish I knew this actor's name, but you, you remember, um, you guys seen Down to Earth, the Chris Rock movie, and the guy that was sleeping with the white guy's uh, uh, wife that Chris Rock's body inherited. 
that's who Mark Few looks like to me. Somebody's gonna <laughs> laugh at that. But shout- <laughs> But I think this is the year they finally get it done. So since you're the Maylox guy because it's chalky, call me Wanda Maximoff because I'm rocking with the chaos. Let's go. That was that wasn't good, but that was better than Maylox. But hey, when, Gonzaga, when we look back, you might have just had the vision. See, Tony always there to you know come to, I, to I, say I, something I, worse than you, so it makes your shit sound better. <laughs> that too, but in this case, it wasn't that. I got Gonzaga out the west. I got Bama out of the east. Sorry, Michigan. I got uh, the Boilermakers and Purdue coming out of, out of the south, going home, staying home in Indiana to, to play in the Final Four. And I got UH coming out the Midwest, Gonzaga versus UH in the championship game. Gonzaga wins a very tough, close championship. Mark Few finally gets put up there with the greats. Gentlemen, I always enjoy getting the three-man weave back here together. Folks, it's going to be a little bit hit and miss here through the rest of WrestleMania season. We all have a bunch of extra projects we're working on. Some of us have other things going on outside of our lives that are taking a little time that are much more important than what we got going on here. But we're going to try and come at you as much as we can. Tune in tomorrow morning, Chairshot Radio, another three-man weave special edition. So we're going to pop at you from different angles. We're still here. The three-man weave ain't going nowhere, but we are thrilled to announce Down the Wire with Aesop Mitchell and his brother. Great sports show has taken our spot for the moment, but have no fear. Three-man weave is still here. My name is PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney. Please continue to listen to the Chairshot Radio Network and Chairshot Radio every morning for you. I'm thrilled that we had Christopher Platt and Ray Cash here today. Chris, what's up with you, man? Mania Madness is on your brain. Mania Madness is on the brain, and if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. It is our six-part anthology series here at the chair shot we're breaking down the previous 36 wrestlemanias six blocks at a time i guess i should say six pack that's more apropos so make sure you check out the the episode that just debuted actually is debuting this afternoon where we're going to be talking about wrestlemanias 13 through 18 (laughs) Yeah, you were a little slow on the intake there, but yeah, we're going to be talking about 13 through 18, so make sure you guys check it out. It's episode three. It's really fun. It's a really good show. If you're a Mania guy, if you're a Mania gal, if you enjoy WrestleManias, make sure you check these shows out. It's some of the best work I've ever done, and I'm very proud of it. Obviously, Pod is War debuts Thursdays on The Chair Shot, and I'm on Twitter at The Real C Platt. But more importantly, make sure you guys go to pro and gals, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt just to make sure that we can keep providing you this fire-ass content that you love from us day in and day out. So prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop, thechairshot.com. We're not just a website, we're a movement. Mr. Cash. Well, you can find me at It's Ray Cash, R-U-I's and Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Holla. Mr. Platt's holla. Mr. Platt is taking care of all of the pre- Mania uh, accoutrements, and I'm working on some post Mania accoutrements. So keep your peepers peeping for that. Yeah, Ray Cash has definitely got the thinking cap on and uh, has plenty of, of good ideas ready and in store for you. I, I I may know one or two, but I'm sure he's got a few uh, on the back burner as well. So can't wait, can't wait for the rest of that really really good shit. All right, folks, it is Chair Shot Radio. Check us out tomorrow. The three of us will be right back with you tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Thanks for listening, and when it's Three Man Weave, you know we always get that W. All I do is win, win, win.
Stop now.